Good. Um, I, I love watching really well-made British films or TV dramas. I don't know whether um, any of you saw that TV drama, Broken, recently. Extraordinary drama, uh, which just highlighted Broken Britain. If, you, if you've not seen it, and you can see it on iPlayer. Um, do watch it. Um, extraordinarily well-made film. Um, and the other one that I saw recently was I, Daniel Blake by Ken Loach. Um, both of them are heart-wrenching stories, stories about broken Britain. Uh, the fictional characters in these dramas, in these films, are desperate. Uh, they don't know where to turn. Uh, they are people who are genuinely suffering often through no fault of their own. And they mirror the stories of people right across the UK. People who are struggling with debt, people who are struggling with relationships, with addictions, with mental health issues, people who feel let down by society. And there are people in this situation here uh, in Totnes. They're let down, they feel, by the system. And so I thought it'd be good just to see the trailer for this film, um, I, Daniel Blake. Um, some of you may have seen it already, uh, but I thought this is a story that's, uh, that needs to be widely seen and understood. Um, the, the character in this film um, has recently had a major heart attack. He's been working all his life as a carpenter. Uh, and yet he's uh, required to sign on for job seekers allowance. Good morning, Mr. Blake. I'm appointed to carry out assessments for employment support allowance. Can you walk more than 50 metres? Yes. Can you raise either arm as if to put something in your top pocket? Yes. Can I ask you a question? Are you medically qualified? I've had a major heart attack. I've been told by my doctor I'm not supposed to go back to work yet. I'm afraid you must continue to look for work, or your benefit payments will be frozen. There must be some mistake. If you've been deemed fit for work, your only option is job seekers allowance. Well, I will appeal. You have to apply online, sir. I was a carpenter. I've never been anywhere near a computer. So you need to run the mouse up the screen. No, not right now. No, not right now. I'm just going to run in circles. I'm going to have to ask you to explain to your situation, and you don't care. I've got about 12 quid in my purse. Do you know what? You've created a theme, all right? Jesus Christ! Who's first in this queue? I am. Do you mind if this young lass sings on first? No, no, you carry on. This isn't your concern. I want you to get out as well. It's a monumental farce, isn't it? Looking for non-existent jobs. No, it doesn't humiliate me. You've done nothing to be ashamed of. You're around with two kids. You've done amazing. I've seen it before. Good people. On the street. You could lose everything. Well, I'm not going to give up. When you lose your self-respect, you're done for.
as best some of you can relate to those scenes. Um, in fact, the, the major debt charities in the UK, uh, CAB, Step Change and CAP, are calling on the government to halt the rollout of universal credit because of the way in which delays are plunging people into debt. For others, that film clip may remind you of some of the fear or the anxiety or the uncertainty or the alarm that you feel. The, just the panic, the, the waves of depression that suddenly flood over you for whatever reason, whatever the cause is. And you, you think, how on earth can I cope? Just like the characters in that movie, how on earth can I cope? And the cry of the disciples to Jesus, don't you care that we're going to drown? Maybe that's your cry too. The Cap Sunday presentation that we saw just now encouraged us to reach out to people in our community who are struggling with issues of poverty and mental health. But what if we are the ones who are going through it? Where do we turn? How do we cope? Here are the words of Jesus to everyone who is weighed down, worn out, burdened. Come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. If you're going through it this morning, whatever the cause, whatever the situation, here are the words of Jesus to you. I'd like us to unpack that verse. Jesus was addressing crowds of people, some of them were very religious people, some were quite ordinary and down to earth, some of them were highly resistant to his message. Others were his friends and his disciples. A whole mixture of people. And Jesus uh, speaks out these words. He says, come to me. He uses the analogy of the yoke. The yoke was the heavy wooden harness that fits over the shoulders of the oxen, enabling them to pull very heavy loads. He says to everyone who is weighed down with the heavy load of religion, everyone who's weighed down by oppression, ill health, hardship, loss, the pressures of everyday life, the sin that you've got into, the, the mess that you've made of your life, whatever your situation, Jesus says, come to me. He says, I will give you rest. He says, I will give you rest for your souls. Isn't that an extraordinary offer? Isn't that an amazing offer of Jesus? I'd like to tell you something of our story. 
20 years ago, the police knocked on our door early one Friday morning to tell us that our 19-year-old son, Daniel, had gone missing in a remote mountainous rainforest in far north Queensland in Australia. And you can possibly imagine the, the panic, the, the heart-sinking feeling, the horror, the distress, the fear that immediately hit us. And so um, later that day, uh, Ben, my younger son, and I uh, flew out to Australia. By Sunday morning, we were meeting with police and uh, commencing a search of a very remote part of far north Queensland. And despite many searches, despite all sorts of meetings with people right across the area, including Aboriginal people and people living in, in totally inaccessible places, places that we had to fly into, um, despite massive publicity in Australia and intensive prayer, people right across the world were praying for us. We've never discovered what's happened to Daniel. We still pray for him, we miss him enormously. It's, it's an unresolved situation. So how have we survived, mentally, emotionally, spiritually? In situations like that, you hear of people who just get totally broken apart. Families break up, marriages break up, people spend their entire life just searching the world. We've survived certainly through the love and the friendship and the support and the kindness and the prayer of friends in this church and community. And that has meant so much to us as a family. But I would say that first and foremost, we've survived and we've come through it uh, stronger and, and healthier spiritually and emotionally because we've known God's love and God's comfort. And I tell you that story because I know many of you here today are going through, not situations like that, but other situations where you think, where is God in the, in the, the bleakness, the darkness, the, the pain, the ill health, the, the situation that I'm facing? We've known God's love and God's comfort. Paul gives praise to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles. That word comfort is one that's lost its original meaning and it's, it's been devalued. Originally, the word meant to strengthen, to make strong. And so when Jesus described the Holy Spirit as our comforter, as our counsellor, he was talking about the one who helps and encourages 
and strengthens us. When we put our trust in God, we experience his strength and his comfort. And as followers of Jesus, we have the promises of Jesus. Jesus says to us, I am with you. I am with you always. You will find rest for your souls. And these promises are for all of us who respond to his invitation, come to me. Jesus invites all of us who recognise our need to turn to him. He says, I am with you always. He says, you will find rest for your souls. He says, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Wasn't that great to hear that song and sing that song this morning? All who are thirsty. Jesus says you will find rest for yourselves. And the rest that Jesus promises is love and healing and peace with God. It's funny how you wake up some mornings with songs on your mind, isn't it? Um, I don't know whether that happens to you. I just wake up with a song for whatever reason. Maybe it's the, the last song I heard before I went to sleep. Maybe it's a song that I've been singing over and over. Maybe it's a song that's randomly just sort of comes into your head. Um, maybe because I've been preparing for, for this morning, um, I woke up with a song. It's, it's maybe like this sort of the obvious song um, for this morning, but... Um, <coughs> It goes like this. And any time you feel the pain, hey Jude, refrain from carrying the world upon your shoulders. Now, why I woke up with that, I have no idea, except it's like, you know, it's, it's the answer, isn't it? Okay, you know, you feel the pain, well, hey Jude, refrain from carrying the world upon your shoulders. I mean, just, just chill out, man. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you might be going through the most terrible pain and, and yeah, just refrain from carrying the world. And the world's response so often is grin and bear it. Okay? Grin and bear it when we're struggling, when we're going through it, actually, that's not the answer. What promises does the Bible give us? The psalmist says, Praise be to the Lord, to God our Saviour, who daily bears our burdens. Psalm 68. Here's one for those of us who are slightly older. Um, I'm not asking you to put your hand up. But this one might, might resonate with you. This is Isaiah 46. Even to your old age and grey hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. Okay. You don't have to have grey hairs or old age to hold on to that promise. Okay? Right? Yeah. 
Good. Okay, Isaiah 46. I will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will rescue you. And of course the one that we know so well, the promise of the psalmist in Psalm 23. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. These are promises from God's Word. And we've discovered that these promises, promises from God's Word, promises of Jesus, have been realised in our lives. We've proved the faithfulness of God through the storms of life. So if you are tired, if you're worn out, if you're burned out, the invitation is to come to Jesus today. I want to read uh, those words um, from uh, the Gospels again, uh, but this time in the message. And if you think, gosh, I've seen these somewhere before, um, they've been up there on the wall for quite a long time. Um, and so you can remind yourself of them every Sunday morning over there. But here they are, the full version from the message, uh, the invitation of Jesus to come to me. Jesus says, are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. It would be good to pray together as we finish this morning. And um, I'd love to pray um, the prayer from this little booklet. Whenever we visit cat clients in their homes, we give them a copy of this booklet, Amazing Exchange. Many of you will have seen um, leaflets like Why Jesus or Journey Into Life. This is Cap's um, gospel tract, if you like. Um, and it's all about the love and the freedom and the rest and the peace that Jesus offers us. And I often say to people that I'm meeting with, don't we all need that love, that peace, that rest, that forgiveness, that freedom in our lives? And very few people say, no, that's not for me, thank you. I don't need that. That's something that everyone is seeking for, seeking. Jesus came to offer that amazing gift and he offers us forgiveness and the freedom to experience God's love. And that means that we can live life to the full, at rest and at peace with God, at peace with ourselves and at peace with those around us. Here's the prayer that uh, we pray uh, as we give our lives to Jesus. Let's pray this together. 
I'll just read it out and you can, you can echo this prayer in your heart. Dear Father God, I believe Jesus was the Son of God. I believe that he died in my place so that I could be forgiven and have a relationship with you. I believe he conquered death and rose again three days after he died on the cross. Jesus, I want to accept the gift that you give me. I ask that you would forgive me. I ask you to come into my life and I give you control. I declare that you are Lord. I ask you to give me the Holy Spirit who you promised will help me to live the life that is best for me. Help me to begin to love you with all my heart, soul, strength and mind and to love those around me. <coughs> Amen. Amen. <coughs> Father God, we, we come to you this morning. We thank you that you are the one who speaks those words, peace, be still. Thank you that you give us peace like no other person. Indescribable peace. That's the promise of Jesus. My peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Lord, whatever we're going through this morning, thank you that you promise that you will never leave us. Thank you that you have loved us every single one of us with an everlasting love and we pray for your healing we pray for your help we pray that you will lift us out of the pit in which we find ourselves and set our feet on the solid rock of faith in Jesus Christ and his faithfulness thank you that through the storms you are Lord Lord of all. Amen. Amen.